Are you started recording already? Yeah, just record whenever. Like I said, I'll just edit it out, and because obviously I have to edit out all your freaking burps. <laughs> hey, I just burped, dude. Just like you slam beer. Oh yeah, let's shotgun. I'm like, ow. At least I didn't say, "Hey, let's shotgun." You're right, though. No, I but yeah, you burp a lot, bro. <laughs> it is what it is, right? It is what it is. All right, man. So, all right, we'll do uh, this week. Uh, Red Rambler boys and girls, East Tree. So, so everyone can see the Red Rambler. Red Rambler. It's a red ale. Um, this is a brewery. Uh, I actually, they originated in Knoxville. So I think the tap room is there. And then they open up a new tap room downtown in the downtown Metro Des Moines, Iowa. Um, they're actually really pretty good. I like their beer. Um, they don't have cans. They have this unique bottles. So everyone can see. It's kind of different. It's not a regular 12 ounce bottle either. It's just, it's a shorty. It's just a shorty. It's a shorty. <laughs> shorty. Hey. Did you crack yours? No, I did not yet. Well then come on and don't use your stupid tray opener. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the, this. Yeah. The one that, the one that I didn't get. The one that doesn't work right, here. I, I got a different bottle opener right here. <laughs> Let's see if I can do this. Watch, watch me not be able to do it. All right, if he can't do it, everyone, he has to do two donkey kicks. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! So, for the people who are just listening to this and who are not watching this, nothing happened. Christian kid decided. They try to be the coolest cat ever and open up a bottle with another, um, I think he was a power aid or whatever bottle. I'll try to use the top of it if you guys know what I'm, it, I'm trying to explain it so the people in here pop it open and he popped it open, but he also dropped the bottle. <laughs> so he, it looks like he got beer everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, job well done. It did, it did what it was supposed to do. Rats. All right. That's a penalty on me. That is a penalty on you, man. So, so, but hey, um, I did say he's gonna have to do um, two donkey kicks later. So, we'll, well, actually, no, you don't, because you opened it, right? I did open it. Ah, dang it! All right, never mind. Still, but I'll, 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 I'll do it. Not right now. <laughs> All right. So, but you did. Uh, you went kayak fishing, right, today? So, I did. How was that? Uh, terrible. To be honest, if I'm being honest. So why the hell do you kayak fish if it's so bad? Well, just today was bad. Sorry, I'm trying to clean up my mess too, by the way. Yeah, we can see that. At least I can see that fishing kid's trying to clean up his spill. But um, kayak fish, I used to kayak fish. I used to have a kayak, but I did sell it. So one of those things you kind of give up once you have a lot of multiple kids. But kayak fishing is actually one of, it's hard to explain because a lot of people ask, like, why do you like kayak fishing? How, how does it feel? Like, okay, first of all, you're on a boat. But I think the thing is with kayak fishing is that you're so close to the water. And I think when you catch a fish, uh, you're most of the time you're not anchored down 
and you, it pulls you. I mean, I literally remember catching nine, 10 inch crappies and it pulls you. You can just imagine when you're, you know, fish and you're just reeling it in and a nine inch crappie literally pulls you pretty far. Actually, you'd be kind of surprised by that. But like I said, the kayak fishing is just one of those things. I, I think what's that word that people are the saying that people say is that you feel one with the water or something like that. Right. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Yeah. I've taken a big, I've taken a big liking to kayak fishing. It's like one of my, I don't know, I guess one of my disciplines of fishing that I'm passionate about now. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to say it. Right. Yeah. It's like one of the disciplines of fishing that I'm passionate about. I guess it is a discipline if you think about it, because I mean, okay, you got, people who shore fish and love shore fishing people who, you know, go on a boat has a boat, love to fish on a boat, people who ice fish. Yeah. Kayak fish. I I think you're right on that. It's like a discipline. I I guess I can definitely see that. What's the benefits like a lot. I mean, okay. So my explanation when, um, when I first started kayak fishing and people were asking me, it's like, well, number one, you don't have to be around the masses and you can go literally, almost anywhere a boat can go. Uh, you can launch almost anywhere. I think it, you can launch a lot easier than a regular boat. With a boat, you have to have a boat ramp. I think with a kayak, as long as you have somewhat the water within, you know, within vicinity, you can um, launch. You can literally carry your, because today's you know kayaks, you can either carry or if you have a system, I, I think you have one of those, like a cart or whatever, right, to roll to yeah. wherever you wherever you're going to launch. So I think that's the biggest benefit of a kayak is that you have the benefit of having a boat to access and get away from the shore and you can go anywhere on the lake. But I think the biggest thing is that you can act, you can launch anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of get the benefits of, of having a boat as in like being on the water and being, being able to move around without the limitations that uh that come with the boat like maintenance you know you can't launch from certain spots and you can't get to certain spots but kayak fishing has its own set of uh issues too because it's uh it's not easy i wouldn't call it easy i don't kayak fish because it's easy so that okay that that was the one thing because a lot of people are like it, it looks you know you just paddle and just go but a lot of people don't realize weather plays into a major role in the fishing, I think. Especially the wind. You know who would really, um, I guess you can say they can really relate, are people who bike. If you ride bikes, if you're a huge biker, when you're bicycling and you go against the wind, imagine that, the same thing on a kayak. When you go against the wind, same thing when you're biking. When you go with the wind, the wind at your back, you can go as fast as you can, literally, and, and, and not have to pedal. Same thing with a kayak. When you go, you know, with the wind in your back, it's easy peasy, I guess you can say. If you go far, it can get a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Boat, boat control is the main, is the main uh, challenge when it comes to kayak fishing. So one thing nobody tells you exactly is the tracking. So I didn't know what tracking was. So tracking is when you're paddling and can you go straight in one line when you're kayak fishing? I didn't even know this because I'm just like, why does it keep going to the side? You know what I'm saying? Like if you, 
it also depends on the type of kayak and if it's a great, it's good kayak or not. Obviously, I couldn't afford the greatest kayak ever. So the tracking was a little off on me. So when I was paddling, like, sometimes you kind of, like you said, it goes right and left. It's just I had to correct it, I guess, in a, in a way. But it's just, but that's part of kayak. Like you said, it's part of kayak fishing, some of the lessons you learn. Is there any, I guess you can say, if, if someone was going to jump to kayak fishing, is there anything you recommend, like what kind of kayak or equipment they should look into? Or uh, We'll go back to the tracking thing. If you're going to be fishing from a kayak, tracking isn't that big of a deal. Is uh, Stability is more important. Tracking is just how good is it at, is it at going straight? And, you know, with, with fishing from a kayak, I don't think that's, that's really uh, an important criteria for, for deciding about what kayak to, to buy. You know, you buy a, a touring kayak, you know, they'll go straight as an arrow, but I think they'd make terrible fishing kayaks. If you guys go back to my very first interview from Fishing Kit on Mopop, I, he asked me what's one thing I did, and it was kayak fishing, uh, the funniest thing or whatever blooper that happened to me. Stability is 100% right, because a lot of people who's never been on a kayak do not recognize or don't realize how you could tip and it could slide. It's so fast when you literally sit or, you know, stand on the kayak, it just moves and it can tip. And um, I think the biggest thing, like the one thing you should probably do if you kayak fish, literally take the kayak out and flip it over. And the reason why um, I say that is because I, you have to learn how, if it, it, it could happen, I'm telling you, when you're on the waters, when you're kayak fish, you can flip over. And then how that how the hell are you gonna flip it back over? Especially if you're kayak fishing on a sit on top kayak, it's a lot harder. Or actually, no, no, no. I think the sit in are harder. I'm sorry, because you have to imagine you're in the water and the kayak's flipped upside down if you tip over. So you have to somehow kick and swim and push and flip the the kayak back over. So I think. The first thing, if you're going to kayak fish, that's one thing you should do is take the kayak out, flip over on purpose in the area where you know it's like shallow, I guess you can say, or you can be safe and or have somebody nearby you and, and practice that. I think, didn't you and uh, a buddy did that before? The term is self-rescuing. Learn how to self-rescue. <laughs> that's true, though. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty important because I, if you don't know how to swim or even not a great swimmer, if you can't, you know, literally push the kayak back over, do you recommend them even kayak fishing? Because you're on water. Honestly, uh, I wouldn't consider myself a swimmer, like, at all. I'd go as far as saying that I don't know how to swim, but I always, I always wear a uh, life vest. I mean, you should anyways, even if you can swim good, because if you get into some accident and you, you're knocked unconscious, the fact that you're a good swimmer ain't going to help you. True. True, true. All right, PSA is over, man. Let's talk about good stuff that we wanted to talk about. At least I wanted to talk about. I don't know what's the best way to eat fish, man. I was going to say, should we talk about the actual fishing part in the kayak fishing? The PSA shit's over. I just want to – no, I wanted to talk about fish eating because I'm getting kind of hungry because you dropped off fish earlier, and I'm thinking in my head because I had a pretty large uh, crappies. Different ways you can cook crappies. You don't have to just flay and fry. What's your go-to method of eating fish, man? Or several methods? Nothing wrong with flaying and frying. That's like the classic. But uh, 
I don't really do too many different ways now anymore. Uh, it just depends on your culture. You know, different cultures eat fish in different ways. Uh, some people won't eat a fish if it has the head on there. Uh, it doesn't really bother me too much. You know, I don't go out of my way to prepare fish like that in, anymore. I'll eat it if it's there. Traditionally, like we're Southeast Asian and traditionally, you know, they just keep the fish whole, scale it, not even gut it. It might sound gross to a lot of a lot of people who are listening, but that's, you know, that's how it, it's like a kind of a cultural thing, how you prepare and eat your fish. That's a, that's a I guess it's a major thing. I think, yeah, no, when you say the culture thing, yes, because like you just said, I don't mind eating the fish with the head on. A lot of people look at that like they get freaked out, but there's just certain, see, my thing is when you, okay, for walleye is number one. When you eat a walleye where somebody would just, I go, do you guys know they got cheeks, right? You see, this is the thing, people don't know. So when you cut off the head, you just fillet and you throw the rest of the, that freaking walleye away. FYI, the cheeks of the walleye are amazing and they have hella meat. If you ever get a chance, just don't toss away the head. But like I said, you know, different cultures, the way you cook it. I, you know, when it comes to fish, okay, I, I, there's three ways I love fish. I mean, I, I love obviously the fillet, batter, fry. But I love it with herbs. So this is the thing, like like you know, Kit just said, uh, we come from Southeast Asia where we use a lot of herbs. Everything from um, lemongrass to you know basil to garlic, all that stuff. And what we do a lot of times with it is they cut the fish. They, they obviously leave the head. Sometimes, I mean, in, in regards to this type of dish, you know, you, you take out the guts and everything. You put all that the herbs and all the you know, marinate that in my sense inside of the inside of the body of the fish. Bake it, man. You'd be amazed how good that thing is. And then the third way I love is when my mom makes fish soup. Southeast Asians, we make a dish where the fish head has a, so much flavor. See, this is the thing: has a lot of flavor, and they put it inside of the soup. It gives it a unique taste to it I, we don't eat the head this is the thing and people don't realize like we're not eating the head it's it's all about the flavor my kids just so everybody knows they eat filleted fish no bones no head no nothing because they're like ew <laughs> yeah got, you gotta at least take the guts out for me i you know if somebody fries up a whole fish you, at least, you know you gotta uh, for me you gotta take the guts out at least yeah you you have to take it out, man, because it's no bueno. <laughs> I, you know, they that's how that's how like the older the older folks uh, from our from our culture ate it back in the country. They just bring it over here, and that's how they do it. It's definitely um, definitely a lot of ways to eat fish, because a lot of people are just like nah fillet fish and fry i go i mean that's the the basic way i i, I totally get that it's easy and it's simple and it's you don't have to see the head like you say you don't see the gut you just like but all right everybody's gotta i guess I, i'll post a recipe i'm gonna have to post a recipe i guess for yeah all the others that or the people who are listening or watching i'll have to do a recipe so you guys can try it you know and, and and you know what sometimes you may like it sometimes you don't but you never know until you try it type of thing 
Yeah, here, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, so for the people that, you know, try to maximize the amount of meat they get off their fish, like when they fillet it, and then and then they say, you know, nothing was wasted. Like, but then you're still filleting the fish and throwing away the carcass away. If you want to see a fish that has nothing wasted, just watch an old Asian person eat a fish. They'll, you know, leave the guts in, you know, cook that whole thing. They'll eat all the meat, then they'll just sit there and pick, like, they'll pick at the head, like, in between all the bones. Now, if you want to see nothing is wasted on a fish, just watch an old Asian person eat a fish. (laughs) (laughs) That has got to be the most honest thing I've ever heard in a long time. Um, Yes, Kit's right on that. You, if you want to see unwasted meat and food on a on any creature that we eat, yeah, you you watch a Southeast Asian old, you know, older gentleman, older woman. They don't put anything to waste. You might get a little like, whoa, and I'm talking about eyeballs. Yeah, eyeballs, guts, sperm sacs, eggs. The only thing I think that they don't eat is probably the poop. <laughs> that's the only thing that's left over. We might have to have a uh, discussion on the poop. I, I wonder if they eat the poop or not. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure it gets around up in there. Hey, that's, that's what I'm saying. When you clean the fish, see, that's one thing too. When you clean the fish, is it completely clean? Because you think about it, it's, there's got to be some residue up in there. Yeah, but nothing wrong with flaying and frying up fish. I do that. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> so, nothing but, wrong with eating guts in fish. Or no, I take that back. There is, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I hear you. I hear you. But no, well, I just wanted to know how you 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 eat the fish because the kids, my kids, love to. Like you just said, the easiest way fillets is I don't have to deal with the bones when you get ah in the mouth. So. But other than that, man, just uh, another episode down the drain. You finish your beer? Almost yet? No? Yeah? Uh, the floor uh, drank most of it. So got to make sure that uh, fishing kit has to do burpees. Uh-oh. Did I say burpees or up-downs? Same thing. donkey kicks. Or donkey kicks. <laughs> and how the hell did I give you? Oh, we have a friend that was talking about burpees. That's why I got burpees in my head. So Yeah. He's trying to do a burpee challenge. Yeah. Yeah, let's not do that. Anyways, (laughs) all right, till next time, guys. (laughs) Yeah, all right, see ya.